Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. He's the guru of deals on wheels, a certified car aficionado, the guy everyone turns to for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. I'm Jerry Reynolds, the car pro. Jerry is a veteran of over 35 years in the automotive industry that included being a two-time chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. His trusty sidekick, Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, is a veteran of over 35 speeding tickets. Here they are now on the Car Pro Show. And we do appreciate you listening to the Car Pro Show. We are the most listened to auto advice show in America, heard coast to coast, and we understand that without you, that would not be possible. So thank you from all of us here. Uh, and there's a lot of people behind the scenes that a lot of most people don't understand how many people it takes to run an operation like this, vetting the dealers and finding the right ones. And, you know, there's a business end to this, too. And so listeners are our number one priority, and we are here to help make sure you do the right thing. You know, I, 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 I know people are surprised oftentimes because I do this a lot. I'll tell people, you don't need to do anything. Don't buy anything right now. Um, but then on the other hand, I have people that I, I say the complete opposite to. Every case is different. And it's been harder to give advice the last couple of years with COVID and microchip shortages and vehicle shortages and everything, used car values through the roof. Everything uh, has been much harder for me to give you the right advice, but I endeavored to do that every single time. So we've got a full bank of calls right now at 800-926-7777, but keep that number handy when you need or when you hear someone hang up. Give us a call right then. Hit that send button and maybe we can get you through. I try to help as many people as I possibly can. And remember also, if you're listening in Los Angeles and anywhere in Southern California, after this hour, We've got one more hour to go, but but you guys don't get that at 1070 a.m. So you can listen live at carpro.com and get the same thing, even if you're in your car. My Kevin, Kevin McCarthy's my trusty sidekick. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing really well and looking forward to Wednesday when hopefully the TV and radio stations will not be carrying high. My name is John Jones, and I approve this message. My opponent is a low-down snake in the grass. Please vote for me. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm uh, I'm a little sick of it myself. 
Yeah, that and the Camp Lejeune ads. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, back to cars. Um, Mazda, Subaru, and Toyota were all up over 30% year over year in sales last month from the story that you had in the newsletter. Yep. Um, obviously, they're they're good cars. You've been bragging on Subarus and Mazdas way before anybody else was, and everybody knows Toyota. But question is, to be up that much, they've had to come across a secret stash of chips somewhere. Yeah, I think they, they're they getting more plentiful. There's just no question about that. Uh, inventories are up. Toyota's still struggling some. Honda is showing no signs of relief. They've been going that. down every month Yeah, oh, or yeah. several months now. Uh, yeah, I think it's longer than that. Uh, but, you know... They started off better than everybody else, too, so they must have had a stash when everybody else was running low, and they just kept building cars, and then it caught up with them as well. So, you know, I, I we do put the sales numbers in there uh, at the end of every month, and every third month, we get everybody's sales numbers, because if some of the auto manufacturers only report quarterly, but I give you what I've got, and we'll continue to look at the October numbers as we go forward. Uh, also, a couple of very dangerous recalls in this week's free newsletter. Um, there was a stop drive for Dodge and Chrysler uh, because of airbags. And there's something seriously happening that spurred that. I mm-hmm. don't I don't know what. It had to be some deaths Yeah. suddenly from Takata airbags. So that is something you might want to read about if you've got a Dodge or a Chrysler. And then... Hyundai's got a fire risk out. Um, the cars can catch on fire even when they're not running. So that means you need to park them away from structures. And that's a big one. So if you're not a subscriber and you want this information, um, along with tax code 179 information, subscribe from the bottom of the page and you'll get it here in just a few minutes. And this coming week, it's that time. Kevin's famous recipes will be back in the newsletter. That means uh, your uh, countdown to Christmas is going to be getting into. After, yeah, Thanksgiving first. Well, yeah, but you've been counting down to Christmas since February. (laughs) No, I love Christmas. Debbie in Los Angeles, welcome and thank you for holding. What can I do for you? Hi, Terry. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I have... I um, have a Lexus. I bought it the last day of the year in 2020. Not bought it. I leased it. So I always lease. I do three-year leases. And I love the Lexus line. I've driven it for the past 30 years. And before that, just Toyota. So I haven't ventured far. Um, I'm in the three-year lease right now. And my lease ends next year, December. But I have 41.7, so I have almost 42,000 miles, and I'm in a 45,000-mile lease. And I've been wanting to make a big jump to an SUV, preferably a hybrid. Um, I have a bike, and I have dogs and a stroller for them. They're seniors. So it would be helpful to have an SUV. And I, I was going to jump to the Lexus, and... It's a bit pricey. I've driven one, but yeah. I wanted to know just your thoughts on, so number one, 
Do I do something now or wait? Because I know you keep saying to wait, but my mileage is high, number one. And number two, I've been seeing the Subarus, um, a mid-sized SUV. I was thinking maybe I switch to Subaru or somebody told me a Toyota RAV4. The new one has the same engine. And I also like there's a Honda SUV I like. So what are your thoughts? If as long as you don't go to the end of the lease and turn the car in, the mileage is not a factor. So if you know you're going to trade it, you know either late this year or sometime next year, don't worry about the miles. Just keep driving it; it'll be okay. Uh, I would look at a Toyota Venza if you want to save some money, but yet still have a nice midsize SUV that'll carry your animals and all your cargo. That's probably a better answer for you than the Rav Four. Uh, the Honda Passport is very nice. I don't believe it comes in a hybrid just yet. So, as I told the earlier caller, I got 40 miles to the gallon in the Venza. So, I would look at it first. Kiddo, we're out of time, but good luck. In sports, when you hear, We wanted to throw more curveballs. That means, His fastball floats up there like a watermelon. But when you hear straight talk, honest answers about everything automotive, that means Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, will help you. No curveballs. Ah! Call now. 1-800-926-7777. This is the Car Pro Show. We hope you're having a good weekend. Hope your team wins if you're rooting for anybody this weekend. College football, the NFL. Of course I am. World Series. Yeah. People in Philadelphia right now have got to be having a great time. Oh. The way the Eagles are playing, the World Series. Of course, the Sixers still <clears throat> don't do too well. Well, you know, Philly and Houston were playing baseball Monday night at the same time Philly and Houston were playing football. I didn't realize that. I did because I was flipping between them, and I went, wait a minute. <laughs> These are both Philly and Houston. Yeah. Uh, what, what happened here? Well, the baseball team lost and the football team won. Yeah. And Philadelphia Eagles are 8-0. Who would have thunk it? Uh, I don't think the Dallas Cowboys had that in mind. No, they didn't. The beginning of the no, year. they didn't. Let's go to Houston and talk to Linda. Linda, what's happening? <laughs> Yes. Hi, Jerry and Kevin. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a lease um, 2020 RAV4, and it's a hybrid, which I love, but the lease is almost up. And um, I am thinking of getting the new uh, the CRV uh, hybrid, only because my husband has some trouble getting into the RAV4, <laughs> and he does not with the CRV. So that's been the biggest issue. Okay, let me, ask, let me ask a question. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Or have you, did, has he looked at the 2022 or the 2023 CRV? Because there's a world of difference. I've just looked at the 2023. Okay, good. Isn't that thing pretty? That's the one. That's yes, I love it. I um, my sister in law has the 2022, but I saw the 2023 and I really liked it and. Kind of when I think about buying a, car, a new car, I'm like, I like that it's the first year of the design where the RAV4 now is going into its fourth year, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Or third year. So, yeah. Um, Here's the difference. Yeah, I'm just wondering. We've got, we've got a lot of history. 
on the RAV4 hybrid, and it has been spectacular. We have very little history on Honda hybrids because they had some. They didn't work very well. They got out of the hybrid business, and then they jumped back into the hybrid business. So we don't know much about the long term. Now, if you're going to continue to lease for three years, then I think it's great. To me, the bigger decision for you is do you buy your current 2020 RAV4 hybrid and plan on driving it for a few more years, or do you lease the new Honda? Right. The Honda is going to be, I can already tell, Honda's going to be short in supply and high, high in demand. <clears throat> that means that you're going to pay a premium for one, even with the connections that I have. When is the RAV4 lease up? In March. Okay. And they took my car in. Uh, we took my car in just to see what I could get for it. They said like 38000 And the residual value is how much? Twenty six. Oh, nice equity. <clears throat> if you wait, <laughs> if you wait, that'll go away. And you're lucky. That's what I'm thinking. You're lucky in that Toyota will let you get out of a lease to a another company. Most lease companies will not allow that. Most car companies will not allow that. In other words, if you're leasing a, a Honda, you gotta you gotta either buy it yourself or turn it into a Honda dealer or traded into a Honda dealer. Toyota's very open about that, and I've applauded them publicly for that. I think that's the right yeah. thing to do. <clears throat> but, you know, you might, your RAV4 is, you've got good equity in it right now. That equity is going to go down the closer you get to the end of the lease. Mm-hmm. And, and that's because the market is changing. Prices are, used car prices are headed south. So if you're going to do something, just know that you're probably going to realize an extra $5,000 in value in your RAV4, but you'll probably give all that back when you buy the CRV. Okay. And that may be okay for you. It's kind of a wash. Yes. Just like a wash. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So, again, if you were going to keep this thing, if you were going to keep the Honda for 10 years, I'd tell you, I you know, it may be a little too early to make that decision because um, we just don't have the history on it. But, you know, I think reach out to one of my Honda dealers, see what their availability looks like and when they think they could get you one. If you could do something between now and the end of December, I think you can still capture a real good amount of that equity. And if gas prices go up, your, your RAV4 value could Go back up. It's down a little bit now, but it could go back up. Some things to think about, my dear. I hope everything works out. Start at carpro.com. Even if you don't know a crossover from a cross stitch, Jerry Reynolds can help you. Call the car pro at 1 800 926 7777. Hello, Arthur in Los Angeles. How can I help you? Hello, guys. Thank you for your show. Thank you. 
I am sitting in the parking lot at Longo Toyota in El Monte, and I want to purchase my last vehicle. I'm a young 70-year-old, and in a couple of years, we're going to move to Colorado. A few questions. Uh, are the emission standards going to affect my performance in Colorado if I buy it in California? No. And I'm willing to go to Colorado to buy it, but I'm only interested in a forerunner or a... Let me see what my sister said. Uh, a Highlander? Highlander. There you go. Four-wheel drive. The forerunner will do a better job in the mountains than the Highlander will. It's on a truck chassis. The Highlander is on a car chassis. Um, so, you know, going, being where you're going, I'd go with the Forerunner personally. Uh, second thing is, no, the emissions will be fine in Colorado. Emissions are standard now. All 50 states are the same. And the the way the engines are today, it will adjust to altitude as you go. No problems there. Um so, you know, I mean, drive both, but I I would I would tell you I think the Forerunner will do a better job and it's built more for that climate than the Highlander is. The Highlander is uh just a crossover SUV. It's nice, but it's not as tough as the Forerunner <laughs> is. Uh the other I thing like the way you put it diplomatically. <laughs> well I you know, Forerunner's just got such a history. Of, of reliability. I've seen them go half a million miles. And I think part of it is because yeah. they're on a truck chassis. And I think that makes a huge difference. Uh, the other thing I would tell you is I have two great Toyota dealers at my website. If things don't work out where you are, I would try to, uh, you can give them a shot at your business. I think they'll give you a better deal. And I think, uh, I think they'll, I, I certainly believe they'll make it easier for you to buy. So I'm not telling you what, what to do. You know, we like people to patronize our dealers. That's what keeps the show on the air. But if it works out where you are, that's great. If not, check out my website, carpro.com. The next time international talk like a pirate day rolls around, tell your friends you got advice from the car pro. Call 1-800-926-7777. This is the Car Pro Show, and we are based in Texas. Texas is big pickup country, very important pickup country to the manufacturers or the assemblers, oh, if yeah. you want to call it that. Oh, yeah, they cater to Texas. And so the, the Texas Truck Rodeo, the Texas Auto Riders Awards every year, are something that's not just like, if Iowa said, okay, this is the truck and the SUV of Iowa. Yeah. So I guess it, it, it's important. You tell me how important is it? How much money does it mean to uh, Ram that their new 1500 was the truck of the year in Texas and to Toyota that their new Sequoia was the SUV of Texas? Well, it gives them rights. I mean, bragging rights. Uh, we when, never brag here in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> when Ram can advertise, you know, hey, they're the truck of Texas, as voted by the Texas Auto Riders Association, which carries a lot of weight all over the country. 
I've been a member for many years myself. We've won radio show of the year at, at Texas Auto Riders, I don't know, five or six times. Yeah, about a half dozen. And we're we're in the running again this year. So, you know, it's a big it's a pretty big deal. Uh, you know, the, it's a little skewed because Ford wasn't there this year because of the shortages. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Uh, they didn't. Well, that's not fair. Participate? No, but I don't know. That Ram is just so good. I don't know that they wouldn't have won it anyway. To be honest with you, because the Ram has had some nice changes, and uh, Ford is still, you know, their truck's now three years old, which is a long cycle for trucks. Yeah. Usually they're changing every other year. Uh, next year, if they participate, I guarantee you the Super Duty will win that award. And if you're into uh, Super Duty trucks, if you use them in your business or towing your horses or whatever, we've got details of the 23 new F-Series Super Duties and specs in this week's newsletter. Yes, we do. And uh, they say it'll tow 40,000 pounds now. That's just, that's like telling me that if I take this vitamin, I'll be able to jump over this building. Yeah. I mean, 40,000 pounds is, it's incomprehensible. I know uh, it is Yeah, 20 tons. Um, I did notice the prices didn't go down. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> in, nice, subtle way yes. of putting it. Mark, Studio City, California. Mark, what's happening? Hello. Good morning. Hi there. Um, I have a leased 2019 Volvo XC60 with about 25,000 miles, and my lease is up December 15th. And I wanted to get a new hybrid SUV, but they're hard to get and really expensive. You are correct, sir. Yeah, so I can buy the car all in for about 40000 um, but I worried about then get, having getting an extended warranty and the Volvo warranties are about three thousand dollars yeah so I'm just trying to decide should I should I buy it is there a, a cheaper warranty because I know car warranties can sometimes be wonky is there another car that is equivalent that I should think about um, and I also did not see a Volvo dealer on your website because I know you always ask people to take a look yeah no I don't I had a Volvo dealer there and I mean, just kind of suddenly they closed. They were in Calabasas, and they were that good. Was, and that's they were good, and they are closed. <laughs> and I don't know why. I never, I never found out. They were just one day they were there, the next day they were gone. I know. Have you asked Volvo if you can extend your current lease? They will not extend. Really? Volvo dealers, I have to say, are not great. They will not extend the lease, which well, I would do in a heartbeat. Now you asked Volvo, not the dealer, but. The lease company. Uh, well, I, mean, I called the I called the dealer directly. I talked to the Is finance it, people. They said yeah, well, wrong. Of course, they don't. Okay, they, they don't want you to extend. You need to call, okay. and I can't remember the name. Volvo Financial or whoever whoever you pay. Yeah, I, I can. I mean, I can go on the website of the actual lease. And I, I can see who that is. I that can tell you, mean. everybody else is ex- is letting people extend up to six months. That might buy you enough time for prices to come down because cars are getting more plentiful. If that's the case, that'll okay. put you to, you know, sometime next summer. And you yeah. can, uh, you, 
you'll get a better deal. And I don't think your value is going to drop all that much unless, you know, you, you know, you start suddenly driving a lot more miles or something along no, those I lines. I probably won't. Okay. Okay. I'd try if that they first. They will not extend it. Do you think I should buy it then? Yeah, I, I probably so would. It's a good vehicle. Okay. Um, yeah. And I've got, it, I've got a Volvo dealer in Dallas-Fort Worth that's been with me since we've been on the air. And reach out to them about the extended warranty. If you end up buying one, you can do it by mail uh, or online. Okay. And they can you can pay by credit card. They can send you the warranty. You sign it and send it back to them. It, and it's good at any Volvo dealer in America. So What's the dealer's name? Audubon Volvo. Audubon, okay. Do you have a, uh, all right, I will call them and uh, yeah. see if they can do better. The, but, but I think choice one would be to try to extend it. Yes. Don't ask the dealer. They're going to tell you no. They don't want you to do that. They want you to buy another car. So keep that in mind. Hey, brother, I appreciate the call. David in Canton, Ohio. Welcome. David, how can I help you? Yeah, good afternoon, Jerry and Kevin. How are you? We're good, man. What's up? Hey, I have a 2010 Toyota RAV4 with 52,000 miles on it. Oh, nice. I'm looking to get rid of it. Yeah. And it needs some work. It needs new tires, new battery, probably uh, new plugs, oil change, just, you know, basic maintenance. And my question is, should I get that maintenance done before I sell it in hopes of getting a... No, don't spend any money on it. Um, Are you going to try to sell it yourself? Um. I'm not much sure. I, I probably don't want to go down that route. Okay. Then don't spend any money on it. Go to my website, carpro.com. Click on sell a car and put the information in there on it. You'll get a offer within five minutes. Um, you know, and, and you can tell them the tires are weak. I would. So there's no surprises when they come to pick it up and bring you a check. But the rest of the stuff, the routine maintenance stuff, they don't care about it. They don't care, mm-hmm. um, you know. And and you're not, you don't need plugs anyway. Plugs are lasting to a hundred thousand miles these days, and and longer. But you might tell them it, you know, the tires are the original tires, and and they'll they'll account for that. But they're real good buyers. Is it a four wheel drive? Uh, no. Okay, that's okay. Not not a big deal on a Rav Four. But it just helps it helps the value. Once you get the bid, as I say, they'll pick it up, they'll bring you a check. Or if you decide you want to uh, go that direction of selling it yourself, then you could probably pick up another fifteen hundred bucks or so. And then you gotta decide is it worth that or not. You know, you can you can have quick money and good money, or you can hold out for more and see what happens. You may or may not be successful, but it is a hassle. You got people coming to your house. They're wanting to drive your car. You don't know anything about them. Sometimes it's not even safe. Try that, David, and let's see if that works out. I hope it does. Take the guesswork out of your next car lease or purchase. Call the Car Pro at 1 800 926 7777. Here at the Car Pro Show, you'll frequently hear me or Jerry mention that our newsletter is not just for 
gearheads or tech heads. It's not all specs. It's got, you know, other interesting things that just normal people that drive cars and aren't all wrapped up in cars could be interested in. Like Jerry's story this week about daylight saving time and some fun facts. I did not know until I read Jerry's fun facts that this whole thing had its genesis from an essay that Benjamin Franklin wrote. He wasn't suggesting that we change the clocks, but he was suggesting that people get up earlier and make use of available light and they would save money on candles. We've come a long way since using candles. Pretty smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was. The most popular uh, article this week was an article that I wrote, original content, Five Ways to Maintain Your Car's Value. And, you know, that's so important. That Number one surprised me. Well, tell us what it was. Well, I was sorry that was going to give you a softball there in batting practice that the number one thing, what would you take, you know, you're listening to the radio. What do you think the number one thing you can do would be maintain your service records? Yes, that's critical. And, and it, it comes into play when you trade a car in, but it comes more into play if you're going to try to sell a car yourself. Uh, I would, I wouldn't buy a car from a private seller unless I could see that they had maintained the car. Let's talk to Barbara in Seguin, Texas. Barbara, welcome. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I'm a little. Okay. Um, I have a 2006 Hyundai Accent. Um, I was in an accident yesterday in, in San Antonio, and I just need some information like where do I go? What do I do? How do I protect myself? Okay. Because uh, I know that the insurance are going to want to, um, they're going to try to do as low as possible. Sure, and, they always do. That's part. Yeah. That's part of it, and that's why I wrote an article on this very subject on how to deal with an insurance adjuster. Um, and I, I give you a step by step process to make sure awesome. that you get what's coming to you, especially with used cars as high as they are. Was this a one-car accident? Yeah, I rear-ended a, a, a work truck. Okay. It so, was raining, and I, I just kind of slid right. My car got, seriously, it looks like a pug. <laughs> this truck looks pretty good. How many miles does your did your car have on it? I have eight, um, 80,000 miles, 80, it's the 80196. Okay, and that's not bad, given its age. Uh, it'll have some value. We just need to figure out exactly how much. So here's here's what you do. Go to carpro.com. You'll find my FAQ page under Car Buying Resources. Just scroll through the, the different topics there. When you get to the FAQ page, there is an insurance section. That's where you'll find the article on how to deal with an insurance adjuster. Now, don't give all the cards away. Do what I tell you to do in that article and keep that to yourself until you get the offer from the insurance company. Because okay. I have seen some cases where they'll offer more up front than what 
my method bears out. And if that's the case, you certainly don't want to tell them. You just want to take the check. Um, and and but the the odds of that right now are pretty low. Uh, insurance companies are are paying out more for cars now than they've ever paid before, and they hate it. They hate it. So they are going to try to hit you low. But if you do what I tell you to, you'll be ready. CarPro.com on the FAQ page. Good luck, kiddo. Get your bets now, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not looking at a CarPro recommended dealer, you're just rolling the dice. Call the CarPro for a short thing at 1-800-926-7777. In the Houston area, there's a gentleman named Henry Pimentel. Henry, pardon me if I'm not getting your, the pronunciation right. No, that is right. That is right? Yep. Wow. Score one for the kid. Anyway, he happens to be the owner of South Fork Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Yes, he is. And he and his sales manager, pardon me, general sales manager, Ben Saxton. Um, now Sexton. Sexton. Spells it with an A. No, he didn't. Oh, well, my mistake. Anyway, the two of them, (laughs) who knew I'd get his name wrong? The two of them have added to their collections of dozens of five-star ratings this week. Of course, when you're dealing with the owner and the top sales executive of a dealership, you're probably going to have a good experience. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Um, they don't have time to jack around. Yeah. They're busy people. Longtime listener named Gary submitted a form through our website, carpro.com. Five minutes later, he was surprised when the owner, Henry, called him and wanted to know how he could help him. There you go. Well, Gary said in all the previous times he had bought a car, it had been an all-day process. He was worn out, whipped, and frustrated at the end of it. So this time around, he was very pleasantly surprised when the process of picking out what he wanted giving it a proper test drive. He put that in quotations, Jerry, just for you. Thank you. And doing the paperwork only took a couple of hours from the time he started looking around the lot till he drove away in his new truck. And that's the kind of treatment our VIPs get at South Fork Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. And that's why Henry Pimentel picked up another five-star rating to add to his collection. Neat dealership. Really Owner. neat dealership. Yeah. Love dealing with owners. Yep, it's always nice. Los Angeles, we're saying goodbye to you right now, but go to carpro.com and click on Listen Live. We've got you for another hour that way. So if you uh, if you can't do that, podcast will be up in about an hour and a half. There's no right way to buy the wrong car. Get some help from the Car Pro Show at 1 800 926 7777. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.